All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Blue Fish Comics Podcast. Uh, today's just going to be a little short episode. I want to talk about the negative reviews that Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice has been getting. Uh, the embargo lifted at about 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time today, and um, immediately we began to see a lot of the first reviews kind of flood in from the critics who have already seen the movie, who have seen the screenings of the movie. And a lot of them have been negative or rotten because we're going to be talking about Rotten Tomatoes, the website. And a lot of people have been on – I've seen a lot of people on Twitter who have been checking with Rotten Tomatoes to, to check the score and, and see where it stands. And they're kind of driving themselves crazy about it. Here's the thing. Rotten Tomatoes is an inexact science. Um, I'm going to read off. Right now with 41 reviews, BVS uh, stands at 40%. Not very good. Um, Man of Steel ended up with 56%, which is also considered rotten. Now, take into account that we have um, Iron Man 3, which really was not a very good movie. Uh, that has 79%. Thor, which was a good movie, but wasn't great, has a 77%. And I think that's fair for Thor. Uh, Star Wars Episode 2, Attack of the Clones, has 66%. Take that in for a moment. Star Wars Episode 2, Attack of the Clones. Probably, arguably the worst film in the entire franchise is fresh at 66%. Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is certified fresh at 78%. And Daredevil 2003, a movie that everyone used to uh, explain why Ben Affleck would be a terrible choice for Batman, is rotten at 44%. So right now, Daredevil is at 44% and Batman vs. Superman is at 40%. I think that we all know that Batman v Superman is a better movie than 2003's Daredevil. I think we all, even without seeing the movie, I haven't seen the movie yet, uh, I'm making an assumption here, but I, I think we can all safely assume that that's a, that's a good bet that uh, Batman v Superman will be better than Daredevil 2003. To bring it on the TV side, um, the current season, season two of Daredevil, which... Uh, Chris and I reviewed uh, yesterday, and it's up on our, our channel, um, is at 76%, which for me is extremely low, especially considering that Arrow Season 4 and Season 3 are both at 100% fresh. So, as you can see, Rotten Tomatoes, the, the number means nothing. It's just a tomato. It's just an icon. Every critic, every person has their own opinion on something. With Batman v Superman, you're taking the two most iconic comic book characters ever and two of the most iconic fictional characters ever even just taken away from the comic book uh, continuity just as far as fictional characters go they're two of the most well-known and iconic and they've been around for 75 years they've been in many movies before so everyone's going into this movie with preconceived notions of what this character should be like because they grew up and they took a liking to a certain characterization or a certain interpretation of said characters uh, whether it be Christopher Reeve as Superman, Michael Keaton or Christian Bale as Batman, or uh, Linda Carter as Wonder Woman. So it's very hard for these people to go in, especially because this movie, it's a bit polarizing, and it's vastly different from what we've seen from these characters, especially if you're a Christopher Reeve Superman fan. And I understand that, but these critics also have to understand, and I'm not taking anything away. If they don't like the movie, that's fine with them. I'm not trying to say they should change their opinion or give us a different opinion. I'm saying that you... As I'm assuming, if you if you are a fan of Man of Steel, and if you really love the trailers leading up to Batman versus Superman, 
don't let these negative reviews get to you. You're still going to most likely like this movie. I've seen many people say, if you like if you liked Man of Steel, you'll love this movie. If you didn't like Man of Steel, you probably won't end up liking this movie. And that's fine. So I'm not taking anything away from these, these, uh, cri- um, these critics' reviews. But you just have to keep in mind that they have a certain preference to the character because of the way they grew up. Most, let's be honest, most of these reviewers are a little bit older. Um, personally, I'm 24. I know a lot of people I see on Twitter who are getting a little bit nervous or angry about the, the score on Rotten Tomatoes are probably around the same age, maybe a little younger, maybe a few years older. Um, and so these, this generation grew up with much different interpretations of these characters. And with 75 years of history, that's going to happen. So when you have a Superman movie and he's not prancing around in red underwear and saving cats out of trees, there's going to be a big group of people who are dissatisfied with that. They want to see him being the hero. They want to see him being... uh, They want to see the hero that they saw in 1978. They want to see the hero that they grew up with. And Man of Steel didn't do that for them. And now that we have Batman vs. Superman, we've seen in the trailers how dark the movie is. Um, and they're already, you know, they, it's just not their cup of tea. And that's, and like I said, that's fine. They have a personal opinion, but you shouldn't let that affect your own personal opinion. Go into the movie, maybe keep your, keep your expectations tempered. That's fine. You don't, if you go into the movie expecting it to be the best movie, the best comic book movie ever, then yeah, you might be a little bit disappointed. Like I said, I haven't seen the movie, so I don't know. But if your expectations are so high, personally, I went into, I went into Star Wars The Force Awakens with extremely high expectations because as I was sitting in the theater, I saw that on Rotten Tomatoes, it was at 99% fresh. So I was expecting an epic, epic movie. And when I left, I was like a little bit disappointed. I was like, huh, you know, that wasn't as good as I was hoping it would be. Um, And then when I went and I saw it a second time, I was like, no, you know what? That was a really fun, that was a really enjoyable movie. And I I think I ended up giving it like an 8, 8, 8.2 out of 10. I think that was very fair. And I love the movie. I'm going to get it on Blu-ray when it comes out. I think it's coming out next few days or it's already come out. So so yeah, just really just temper your expectations. Go in expecting to like it. And if you don't like it, you don't like it. That's fine. I mean, it'll be disappointing, but don't try to force yourself to like it. Don't let the Phantom Menace effect take hold of you where you're like, no, no, I liked it. I liked it. If you don't like it, then unfortunately you didn't like it. And we'll see where things go moving forward. But like I said, if you're a fan of Man of Steel, then you're probably going to like it. If you're a fan of the tone that Man of Steel introduced, of the characters that they introduced, and the world that they introduced, then you're probably going to end up loving this movie. Um, and really, I do want to, I'm going to read a couple of reviews I have here on Rotten Tomatoes. I won't name names. You can go and find out if you want. But here's one. Overlong, underdeveloped, and almost entirely humorless. Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice may please diehard fans by pitting two DC icons against each other. Everyone else may want to wait for the next Marvel movie. So right away, if you're comparing it to a Marvel movie, I'm already disregarding your opinion. Because this isn't, this should not be compared to a Marvel movie. Yes, they're both comic book movies. They're completely different. I enjoy Marvel movies. I like them. DC movies are more of my cup of tea. I like a little more substance, but I really enjoy Marvel movies too. It just depends on what kind of mood I'm in. So I'm not going to go into Batman v Superman being like, oh, well, I hope this can compare to the Avengers. No, you have to expect something completely different. We know this. Obviously, this man does not. But to bring a comparison like that into an official review as a top critic on Rotten Tomatoes, I feel is a little low. And that's why I would just disregard that one. This is why Rotten Tomatoes, it's just, it doesn't give you a good assessment of the movie. Uh, Here's another one. Constantly threatening to collapse from self-seriousness, 
this epic has a way, has way too much of everything, including CGI and Oscar winners up the wazoo. This may be the only time you will ever hear a critic complain that there are too much, too many Oscar uh, winners in a movie. Take that in for a moment. He's complaining. One of his negatives for the movie is that there are too many Oscar winners. Since when is adding talent a bad thing? Answer, it's never a bad thing. Is he going to complain that Kate Blanchett was cast in Thor for Thor Ragnarok? I highly doubt it. Um, he's probably going to praise her. And I'm not trying to perpetuate a Marvel-DC war because it's not about that. It's about not comparing the two at all. They're not the same. They're completely different universes, as I had just mentioned. So you read some of these reviews and you just feel like they went in either expecting a Marvel movie or expecting or even wanting not to like it. Um, as I said, that doesn't invalidate their opinions, um, but that doesn't mean that you have to hold them to a high standard either. If you know that you enjoyed Man of Steel and you've liked everything you've seen from Batman versus Superman and the DCEU so far, then don't worry about the Rotten Tomato score. Don't worry about uh, reviews from people who are comparing it to Marvel. That, just let them let them be curmudgeons and go in and, and look to enjoy it. Um, John Campia of Collider Video, Umberto Gonzalez, uh, El Mayimbe of Heroic Hollywood, Grace Randolph of uh, Beyond the Trailer, and Josh Wilding of ComicBookMovie.com and a few other websites all really liked it. I think John Campia and Umberto Gonzalez both gave it eights, uh, eight out of tens, uh, and Grace Randolph and Josh Wilding loved the movie. Um, you can look at all their reviews, I think, are online by now. Um, they all said that it's a little jam-packed and there's a lot to process as well. So this means that they all said that really you have to see it at least two times to really get the full effect. And uh, we all know that most 99, at least 99% of these critics have not seen the movie twice. They've probably seen one, one critic screening. Um, so really, when it comes to a movie like Batman v Superman, make, just follow critics that you trust. Follow the John Campions the Umberto Gonzalez's, the ones that you usually agree with, where you have the same, you have similar taste with that way, because comparing your viewing experience is going to be completely different to someone who's, who is expecting, you know, quips going back and forth. And it won't be happy unless he has jokes about bad language. So follow your own critics. You know, for me, John Campia, Umberto Gonzalez, Grace Randolph, Josh Wilding, I usually agree with them. They all seem to really like the movie, so I'm expecting that I'm going to really like the movie. If I don't like it, I'm not going to tell myself that I did. I'll be like, you know what? That was a little disappointing, but I'm also not going to get disappointed because right now it's a 40% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, the last thing I want to say is that today it was reported that this movie has this movie has the record for uh, most pre-sale tickets for the superhero genre on Fandango. And it's such a big movie. It's going to make money. If you're worried that the negative reviews and negative word of mouth is going to hurt the uh, box office and that maybe that will end up um, hurting the chances of a Justice League and, and a Wonder Woman, uh, I, I wouldn't worry about that. The movie is going to make tons of money. It's going to make a billion dollars worldwide easy. It'll probably make a lot more than that. It's going to make probably $160 million opening weekend uh, domestic. So I really wouldn't worry about that. The people who like it are going to see it several times. I know I'm going to see it at least twice because the first time I'm seeing it um, at a local theater that doesn't have IMAX, and then I'm going to make sure uh, maybe like a week or so after I'm going to go see it in IMAX. 
Um, but yeah, just just don't worry about it. Just be happy. Go go see it. Don't let uh, negative reviews bring you down. Uh, and just if you like it, go online and tell everyone that you like it. If you don't like it, don't be afraid to say, you know what, that was a little disappointing. And uh, I hope that you know Wonder Woman and Suicide Squad are a little bit of a step up. But um, like I said, from everyone who I know whose tastes align with mine, who have similar tastes as I do, they all say that it's a really good movie. It has its flaws, like all movies do. Um, and it's a good uh, starting point. It's a good launching off point for the DCEU. So that's really all I want to say regarding uh, this topic. I'm going to see the movie uh, on Saturday night, um, which feels like forever away. Uh, I'm really anxious. I'm really impatient. Uh, so I'll let you guys know what I think of it um, probably on Sunday or Monday. Uh, so follow me on Twitter at Bluefish Comics, on Instagram at Bluefish Comics, and on Facebook at Bluefish Comics. And uh, go see the movie, form your own opinion, and let's talk about it. All right, guys. See you next time.